0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Rev Poly G radio show and it's been a while but we are back and we're going to do things a little bit different today. Um, I want to jump into some scripture here, uh, we're going to skip the usual sports and everything else but something that's been on my mind lately is with everything that's going in the world, um, some things I'm going through in my own personal life and just what I'm, I'm witnessing in general really is struggle, uh, suffering. Hardship. Things like that. Uh, I've been going through a study on 1st and 2nd Corinthians and it really struck me how we view suffering. So much we spend time pitying ourselves. Uh, we spend so much time wishing away that these things wouldn't happen, that God would take them away. In 2nd Corinthians chapter 12, starting in verse 7. Paul writes, So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from being conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It's here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 that Paul really starts to get into some of the things that are going on with him, with Corinthians. He he tells them he's got this thorn in his flesh. And I know there's been so much debate um, by people way smarter than I am um, trying to figure out what it means thorn in the flesh. Is it a physical affliction? Is it a temptation? A circumstance? An enemy? J. Paul Sampley writes, the truth be told we do not have a clue nor can we nor need we what the problem is. See that's not a concern for Paul. Paul Paul appears to assume that the Corinthian church knows what he's talking about or is at least familiar with it. So he doesn't he doesn't even try to explain it to them. What matters to Paul is that this thorn in his flesh It has this effect of humbling him and turning his face back to God. But God said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. As Paul later writes to the Romans, For those who love God are called according to his purpose. So Paul resolves that this affliction, this thorn in the flesh, is going to bring glory to God. Now, In his poetic work, The Long Night, John of the Cross states that God places afflictions in this night solely to exercise and humble the afflicted and reform their appetite lest in their spiritual life they foster a harmful attraction towards sweetness. Now, we're not talking about troubles that are minor. We are talking about things that plague us. We are talking things that we go through bouts of depression and long, long struggles, Because worldly afflictions are inevitable. We're going to have them. But the afflictions that comprise the dark night, this long night of the soul, are specifically those that call us to a renewed dependence on God alone. Now, Paul wants this to bring glory to God. Nevertheless, three different times Paul prays to God to remove the thorn. And God answers him with silence. Now, the silence of God, it's not an empty pause in which nothing does or can happen. Uh, author Barbara Brown Taylor points out that there was silence before creation. There's silence again when Zechariah is struck deaf and speechless before proclaiming the birth of Jesus, as the Messiah. She says silence is the backdrop against which the word began to be heard. In fact, it is only silence to our ears because God is still continuing to work behind it. Composer John Cage visited Harvard once for the purpose of experiencing an echoic chamber. And now, and then, and oh, I can talk. And then, an, and an, an echoic chamber is completely silent, without even any echoes. Now, Cage was—he was perplexed because he heard two sounds. There was one that was very high, and one that was very low. He asked the engineer when he came out, and the engineer explained that the high sound was his nervous system. And the low sound was his blood flow. Just as the human ear can never truly experience complete silence, we can never experience true silence from God. See, our job is to train our ears to listen and to be better and to be patient until his voice speaks again. The Apostle Paul wishes to boast of his weakness. Four times he repeats the refrain of weakness, contrasting it with the act of boasting until he reaches a point of celebrating in the weakness itself. His next step is to use his weakness to, to demonstrate God's strength. It's something that he employs several times in his correspondence with the churches in his letter to the Romans and in his letter to the church in Corinth, is to challenge the values of the world and die to the flesh. N.T. writes, Paul believes that the apostolic life consists not only in telling people about the dying and rising of the Messiah, but also in going through the process oneself. Paul portrays his weakness as his strength. The weakness is the means by which he glorifies God. Paul made it clear that giving witness to the work of salvation in Jesus Christ must be part of the lives of all of Jesus' followers. We're all going to struggle. We're all going to have things that go on. Do we let them lead us back to God? and lead us back to depending on him, or do we let them become a weakness where we don't allow God to operate? Paul made the decision to let God operate in that weakness and in that thorn so that he could be stronger. My prayer for you and I is that we do the same thing. When we face struggles, when we face perplexing situations, when we face circumstances that we don't understand, that we allow God to step into that weakness and to breathe strength into our life. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, We'll be back next week with another quick devotional. Love you guys. Take care. Rev Pology is out.